Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Kevin Segura Audio Experience. In today's episode of the podcast, we have a conversation that I had with a friend from church who works with an organization called Samaritan's Purse. This is the first that I had heard of them. She introduced us to them through um, at church by, um, with, um, with a project that they do called Operation Christmas Child. The project is basically you take a shoebox, pack it full of stuff, send it to a kid, and they tell them about Jesus. <laughs> and that's... <laughs> Basically, in a nutshell, the too long didn't listen, but um, but yeah. So it's an interesting project. We talk all about it. In the, it's the whole episode, and um, yeah. So if you would like to learn more about them, be involved, pack your own shoebox, do whatever. Um, I'll leave links down below in the show notes for more information where you can get in contact uh, with your church, your nonprofit, whatever. And um, yeah. That said, happy listening. Thank you for listening, and hope you enjoy the podcast. Okay. Hello, Miss Lynette. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> Alrighty, so this is my third podcast that I've done, and you are my second guest. Thank you Yay. very much. Um, so, you know, today we're going to talk about uh, the Samaritan's Purse, the Christmas Child. I'm curious just to know more about it and to spread the word to people that are watching or listening. Um, but first, I want to start with the the sponsorship thing. So, okay. I don't actually have any sponsors, right, like we talked about, but... Um, the sponsorship is basically just a paid shout out and I'm curious to see like what if we did an unpaid shout out just like something what's something that you are think is cool that people should know about it could be like again like uh, just something you're listening to music a podcast okay. um, a product <laughs> it can be anything what's something uh, you want people let's to know see about? hmm a service or a product or Well, yeah, I mean, it's a huge, it's a huge, uh, you know, I mean, Apple is a great product, but I really have enjoyed my Apple Watch. I mean, that would be something to, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so, it's so, what? Yes, yes. If you have not tapped into QVC, you need to try QVC, y'all. It's not whack. What is that? QVC is a shopping thing on TV. Yeah, and you can buy clothes, you can buy electronics. Like, forget the shoebox for a second, okay? <laughs> like, you can buy shoes, you can buy makeup, you can buy so many things. Am I talking too loud? No, you're, you're You can fine. buy so many things on QVC, and it's quality products. The clothes is amazing, the shoes are amazing. Um, but what it, what's really cool is that you can um, get your, um, they will give your, your total, you can do, you pay it out in like four or five payments for if it becomes like too much or whatever, mm -hmm. which is really cool because you can get like a nice coach purse or a Dooney or a Michael Kors or whatever and just kind of pay it out in about four or five payments. And it's really, really cool. So if you've not tapped in to QVC, you need to, y'all. It's really cool. Okay. There it is. <laughs> there it is. That was, that was perfect. <laughs> there we go. That's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Shout out to QVC. Then. Yes. There it is. Yes. I've, again, that's the first I've heard of that. Okay. Yeah. It's on TV. Doesn't sound like it's meant for me. Me, but okay. uh, <laughs> well, it's totally meant for oh me. yeah go for it if there's <laughs> any girls listening that are into yes. that <laughs> yes go for it all right well bet thank you sure <laughs> okay so today we're talking about the samaritan's purse so that's the organization and then operation christmas child is like the seasonal it's like a project okay so samaritan's purse has several different projects under their like umbrella mm -hmm. and um, operation christmas child is one of them 
Okay, cool. So what else do they do? I think there's a uh, veterans uh, support program. They're definitely uh, involved in rebuilding whenever there's a major national disaster. Like hurricanes and stuff? Hurricanes, earthquakes, tornadoes, any kind of flooding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Samaritan's Purse has processing centers strategically placed all around the world so that no matter where the natural disaster happens, we have resources at the ready, um, ready to ship, you know, into people in need, people that have lost homes and lost, um, you know, it's devastated. Mm. They've lost everything. Um, and nine times out of ten, from what we, we hear, is Samaritan's Purse is usually the first ones on the scene. Mm. You probably won't hear that on mm-hmm. the news. We'll sure. hear about the Red Cross and mm-hmm. all of those wonderful organizations mm-hmm. as well. But um, Samaritan's Purse is usually on the scene. Uh, we even, um, during when the pandemic first started, Samaritan's Purse set up a makeshift hospital in Central Park that could service about 60 or 90 patients, which was, you know, so we have resources at the ready, ready to go. So Mm -hmm. that's one of the projects. It's there's a veteran support. There's the Operation Christmas Child, and I can't remember all of the others, but there's several projects under the the auspices of Samaritan's Purse. That's cool. How long have they been around? Um, I know Operation Christmas Child started in 1993. I don't know how long Samaritan's Purse has been around, mm-hmm. but uh, we've been doing the shoebox. Well, I, not me personally, but the shoebox has yeah. started um, in 1993 to go to Bosnia after there cool. was a war in mm-hmm. the 90s in Bosnia. Mm-hmm. And the idea was to pack shoebox, have people, I guess, here in the United States or maybe in other parts of Europe, um, pack shoeboxes for these children that were... Um, in these war zones, and you know, Bosnia was mm-hmm. we were just devastated by yeah. war, and that's where the idea came from. And here we are, you know, twenty twenty one, and it's not just Bosnia now. Mm-hmm. Now we ship shoeboxes to one hundred and seventy countries around the world. How did you end up getting involved with them? How long have you been involved? <clears throat> so. I'm like, I what do you do? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> well, let me talk about how I, I'll share with you how I got involved. So I was doing human trafficking work before this, and I organized two walks for freedom in Rosenberg um, through an organization that I was with. I was mm-hmm. partnering with them. And after the second walk for freedom, I was on Facebook maybe a couple months after, and I saw an advertisement for um, year-round volunteers for Operation Christmas Child. Now, my mother had talked to me about this several years before that. We had packed one or two shoeboxes, mm-hmm. and we had taken them to a drop-off location, and I knew that it was going to children around the world, but mm-hmm. I didn't understand mm-hmm. all of. That's, that is just, this is just one part of what happened, mm-hmm. right? So um, I, I'm looking at this, you know, ab- this advertisement, a campaign, a marketing campaign on Facebook, and something inside of me just said, you know, fill it out, just fill. And I and I kept then like one side was saying fill it out and see what happens, and the other side was saying, but you're homeschooling and you're working from home, you have a, mm-hmm. a, high, a, a high side hustle, and you do the human trafficking and you're active at church. Like, where on my plate am I going to put this, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but I did it anyway. Mm-hmm. So, (laughs) um, right. And I didn't think I was going to hear from anybody. Mm -hmm. I honestly didn't think anyone was going to call me. So I submit the application. And a couple days later, I get called. I get a call from the area coordinator from Fort Bend County asking me to meet her at McAllister's Town Center (laughs) for a glass of tea. 
And to was talk it real, about... Was it brew tea or was it the fake tea? No, it was the real tea. And I had to get water or lemonade or something because I don't do real tea. But anyway, and, and that's sad for South Texas. And South Texas is all about the sweet tea. Uh, where are you from? Uh, South Texas. <laughs> but I don't do sweet tea. Oh, hey. oh my gosh. Proceed. You're right? Okay. So... We, we just connected instantly. We laughed. We cried. We just became really good friends. And she said, you know what? Um, I want you to be my community relations coordinator. And that's how I got started. Mm-hmm. Now I oversee Fort Bend County because uh, Chastity got moved up to a regional position. And she was looking at people, you know, looking at some people on the team and trying to see who could take over her spot. Mm. And um, and she chose me she did it through mm-hmm. prayer and, and, and her higher up and uh, some other people, they, they thought that I would make a great fit. So when she brought it to my attention when they were having lunch, um, I didn't freak out like I thought I would. <laughs> I had no idea she was going to ask mm-hmm. me to take over. But I was at peace about it, Kevin. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even explain. It's it's almost like I believe in my heart that everything that I have done in my life, my education, my work experience, everything, my church experience, mm-hmm has um i don't want to get emotional but it has led me to this Mm -hmm. and it's really amazing when you're walking in god's will and and this could be what i do for a season i believe Mm -hmm. that god takes us through different seasons Mm -hmm. at different parts in our lives but there is such a peace in my life right now even though i go through problems i have everyday trials like everybody else Mm -hmm. does but there's something amazing about when you're walking in god's will you know that you know that you know that a shadow of a doubt that you're doing what god has called you to do Mm -hmm. and that's where i'm at right now i oversee fort Bend county as the area coordinator um i started out this year with maybe six team members we are now at almost 20. we're at night it has grown from Mm -hmm. january to now Mm -hmm. we have brought on you know i actively recruit for this team because um we need help we need Mm -hmm. help and and you know everything is about the shoe boxes and getting more shoe boxes packed so that means we got to get more churches on board more community organizations on board Mm -hmm. and so we only have a you know five or six people Mm -hmm. our reach is limited Mm -hmm. but if we get more people on board the reach is further and so that's what we're doing right now in Fort Bend County. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, tell people more about the shoe, but like what goes in it, what, okay. um, what's the process of getting it packed, what okay. for, what can go in it, and then to it ending up in the hands of a child somewhere else. Okay, so let me take you through the kind of the process. So this is what the shoe boxes look like when you get them from Operation Christmas Child. There's also a more expensive plastic box. It's a little bit bigger. It has a nice lid on it. Those boxes are really cool because uh, the child can use it as a as a st- as a little step stool. Um, so it, it, it can hold its weight. This is just a regular mm. cardboard box. But I really want to emphasize that you don't have to use these shoe boxes. Mm. You can use shoe boxes that you have at home. Mm-hmm. Um, before the pandemic, I know I had several friends that would go to like um, famous footwear, Walmart, Target, and just ask the shoe department if they had shoe boxes mm. that they were going to go throw in the dumpster. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, they would get a ton of shoe boxes. Yeah. So you can do it however you want. But... Um, these come from uh, Operation Christmas Child, the website. They're 50 shoe boxes and they lie flat. You got to put them together. You know, you fold mm-hmm. it all up mm-hmm. um, and you get 50 of them for $25, which is a really good deal. Yeah. If you split it up between a couple people. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> right. Okay. So 
Um, the shoe boxes are filled with school supplies, hygiene items, and toys. So you're gonna see like a washcloth here. Um, these are like socks or mittens. Um, the school supplies are in here. You can see, um, I'll just kind of take it out a little bit. We find these little toothbrushes online. I like that they're individually wrapped, mm -hmm. which is really cool. Yeah. But you can use any toothbrush from Walmart mm -hmm. or wherever. And then here's just some school supplies that uh, this person, whoever packed this box, oh, they've got extra toothbrushes and extra things. But, you know, just uh, erasers, um, mm -hmm. you know, just in the little bag that goes mm -hmm. in it. Uh, you always want to include a bar of soap. Uh, think about children in third world countries. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they, they can go to the river, the lake, or wherever and mm -hmm. uh, take a shower. You, you know, some fun items like a tennis ball, mm -hmm. um, this little sash, sachet. I don't know what's in here. But there's something in here, but I don't know what it is. But anyway, just some fun items. Uh, you people get creative. They just get notebook paper. You oh, know, wow. this stuff comes <laughs> yeah. for, on really cheap around back to school time. Mm -hmm. That's the time that we stock up on all of these items, mm -hmm. you know. And somebody just got some notebook paper and wrapped it up. And and then here are just some little, you know, get fit cards. I mean, yoga cards, just greeting cards, just like a little stationary pack. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you can see the, the shoebox oh, is wow. really deep. Mm -hmm. So you can pack, uh, there's a little backpack in here. Look at this, um, there's a little backpack oh, wow. in here. You can put a t-shirt in there. I mean, there's just mm -hmm. so many things you can do. Um, so again, you want to, you want to pack sh uh, school supplies, toys and hygiene items. And you get to decide if you want to pack for a little boy or a little girl, that's your first choice mm -hmm. to decide. Then you want to decide what age range. So it's divided okay. between two to four, five to nine, and ten to fourteen. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then you pick which. What this this is your shipping label. Then, if you uh, there's a suggested nine dollar. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, a suggested nine dollar uh, amount if you want to help towards the shipping mm -hmm. or. Uh, and if you want to find out what country your shoebox ended up in, this is a lot of fun to do with the kids, grandkids, mm -hmm. you know, around Christmas time. You can probably start looking um, in January. If you decide to do this, you pay your $9 online mm -hmm. and it's $9 a box. And that's an option. You don't have to do that. But, mm -hmm. you know, we, we encourage because it helps with the shipping. Yeah. You know, it helps with the. And so anyway, so this is what the shoebox uh, kind of looks like, and I'm just going to leave this here. But anyway, <laughs> once you've packed your shoebox, um, and again, let me just say, you can, um, our National Collection Week is November this year, November the 15th through the 22nd. It's always the third week or of November. It's right before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. uh, so the dates are going to change, but the third week of November. Mm -hmm. Um, so people will pack all year long. Um, some people do one or two boxes a month. And that way, when National Collection Week comes, they just bring to the drop-off center. They bring all their shoe boxes they've mm -hmm. been collecting all, all year long. Some people are procrastinators, <laughs> wait till the last minute, and then they're <laughs> rushing around trying to find all their things. And that's okay. You do you, right? However you want to do it. But we like to do it all year round. This is something your kids can, you can do with your family all year round. Once you have your boxes together, then... Um, during National Collection Week, you take it to your drop-off location. Now, the way you find out what is the nearest drop-off location to you mm -hmm. is you go online and um, you can type on Google Operation Christmas Child Drop-Off Locations and um, uh, something will come up to where you put your zip code in, mm -hmm. hit enter, done, or whatever, and um, it'll pop up the one that's closest to your house. And so you go and drop it off and then, the, it's, then, then you're done on this end, mm -hmm. the people that pack. 
what we do, uh, we're volunteering at the at the drop-off center. We uh, pack the boxes in these big cartons mm-hmm. of 17 shoe boxes of this of these fit in a carton. And some um, Operation Christmas Child or Samaritan's Purse, they bring their 18-wheelers, they pack them in, mm-hmm. and then they go to processing centers. Mm-hmm. The one here in Texas is in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So not only do does my family volunteer here locally, we also volunteer in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And Dallas, we're going to open the box. Um, if somebody left a check for the $9, if they left cash, mm-hmm. we have a bin that we put the money in. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that there are no items that can't be packed. For instance, you don't want to pack... Um, uh, hand sanitizer. You don't want to pack Elmer's liquid glue. Mm. Um, anything that's uh, military looking. Anything that's uh, there's certain items that can't. And, and all of that's on the website. Mm-hmm. An extensive list of what you can and cannot pack. So we're looking for items that that shouldn't be the candy. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of things. We're also making sure that the box is really really packed. So we've got people that donate items to the processing center. Mm-hmm. If we get a box and and it looks like there's there's not very much in there, we get there's these bins. We pull mm-hmm. from the bins. We want to make sure that every mm-hmm. shoebox is packed to the gills. And then from there it goes to customs. Mm. Then from customs uh and there is I there is a is it's online. There is a little map in here that will show you exactly um The journey of the shoebox. Here it is. So once it leaves customs, it goes through shipping. Okay, and here I just want to share with everybody. This is the life of the shoebox. Okay, so once it's collected, then it goes to shipping. Then it goes to worldwide distribution. Now what's happening while we're doing this, Samaritan's Purse, or Operation Christmas Child mm-hmm. rather, is training volunteers in the other countries. Um which is what the $9 kind of goes to help pay. Okay. Uh, they're training pastors. They're training volunteers at the churches where uh, the distribution events are going to happen or the outreach events. And so then they, the, there's the worldwide distribution event. Then there is the outreach events where the kids actually get the shoe boxes. And then the discipleship and multiplication. I want to just really share with you what makes us different from any other toy distribution or um, gift distribution um, uh, organization. Mm-hmm. What happens is after the children get the shoebox and they are handed a shoebox with this little booklet called The Greatest Gift, in here the children are going to be introduced into Jesus. Okay, a lot of these ch- uh, countries, uh, countries have different religions. Mm-hmm. Um, these ki- a lot of these children have never heard who Jesus is. So you're, it's going to start with creation, and it's going to go and probably take them all the way through. They're like bi- they're Bible stories, mm-hmm. and they're in the language of the child. Mm-hmm. And it takes them all the way to Jesus' death and resurrection. Mm-hmm. So when the child gets the box at the distribution event, they're handed this little booklet with their shoebox. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the first thing that they do. Then they're invited to participate in what's called the greatest journey. The greatest journey is a 12 lesson discipleship program that's going to give the meat and potatoes. This is like an introduction. Mm -hmm. This is going to actually really show them who Jesus is. They'll get to accept him as savior if they choose to. Mm -hmm. And they will learn how to share Jesus with their friends and family. And as you can see, it is a very nice, colorful workbook. (laughs) 
full of all kind of Bible, the, the really important, you know, like mm-hmm. the main Bible stories that we all, you know, know. Mm-hmm. And, and then, of course, uh, Jesus is uh, live and his death and resurrection is all here. Once they graduate, if they go through the whole program, all 12 lessons, and they graduate, they have a graduation ceremony, <laughs> and each child is given a New Testament oh, wow. in their language. And this is really cool, too, because it's very colorful, mm-hmm. you know, and it's uh, right to their age, you know, uh, it's age appropriate. And this is, the, you know, the actual word of God. They're given this, um, and they, they get the New Testament. And this is just um, an example of what the teachers get on the other side. This is the teacher guide that shows uh, the teachers that it's the training mm-hmm. on how to teach the greatest journey okay so that's what that's what these books are and so that's what makes operation christmas child different um we're meeting the physical need of the child mm-hmm. by providing the school supplies mm-hmm. the toiletries our hygiene items and and of course something fun which are the toys mm-hmm. but we also come back and meet the spiritual needs mm-hmm. which is pro- showing them the gospel and introducing them to the gospel of jesus christ the word of god says go therefore and uh, make disciples of all nations mm-hmm. and that's exactly what we get to do and what makes this really really cool if you really think about it is that you and i get to have to make a global impact without ever leaving fort Bend county without ever leaving our community mm-hmm. a lot of us can't go on mission trips or mm-hmm. maybe we don't feel called to missions or maybe now with the vaccine thing there might be a pro- an issue and and people may not get to fly or mm-hmm. whatever their the case mm-hmm. is you don't have to worry about that with this you send this shoebox and you're touching the life of a child one shoebox has the potential to save not just the child, but up to 10 people. Because think about it, in these third world countries, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's mom and dad, of course, mm-hmm. in the home, grandma, grandpa, tío, tía, cousins, and whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, that's where the multiplication comes up through mm-hmm. showing them how to share Jesus with friends and family. I mean, so then what happens is, this is think about this happening with 10 or 20 children well when families start coming to christ all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you have a church Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we're talking about on average about a thousand churches every year being church plants coming up because of these shoe boxes Mm -hmm. i mean kevin i mean we could be here for hours (laughs) Mm -hmm. i mean there's just so many let me just share a a quick story Mm -hmm. with you please um, some of the stories that come out of, of this is just amazing. One little girl, this one story really, really always touched my heart. I don't know, remember what village or what country she was in, but she had to walk from home to school mm-hmm. every day. And her sandals were very, very worn. Mm-hmm. And all she ever wanted was a pair of tennis shoes. She had heard about tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of the other kids had them. And she just wanted a pair. But she had never voiced that to anybody. It's just something she carried in her heart. Well, Samaritan's Purse showed up in her town or her village. And in her box, she got a pair of tennis shoes, amongst all the other things, mm-hmm. um, in her size. And I mean, like, only God can do that, right? So... She was so shocked when she saw the shoes in there because she had never voiced mm-hmm. that, that she wanted that. You know, she had never voiced it to anybody. That she went to the Operation Christmas Child Volunteer and said, 
who got me these shoes? I want to know. I want to, you know, mm-hmm. I want to know who got me the shoes. And the volunteer told her, Jesus got you these shoes. And she said, I want to meet this Jesus. I want to know who this Jesus is. Tell mm-hmm. me more about him. And so that's how that little girl was introduced. You know, we, we, we this is the icebreaker. We meet, we meet the physical needs mm-hmm. and it opens the door for us to share the gospel message with them. Another, another interesting story that I, I've heard recently is one little boy in, in one country opened his box and there were a pair of women's house shoes in the box. Mm-hmm. And the, the volunteer was just like, oh my gosh, how did <laughs> you know women's shoes end up in this box? Well, what nobody knew, only God, is that this little boy's mother was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And all he wanted for her, his desire for her, was to have some slippers. I mean, and the slippers came. So of everything that I have just shared with you and with your audience this, mm-hmm. uh, today, the most important thing that you can do when you're packing these boxes is to pray Mm -hmm. because you don't know. I don't know. We don't know what child is going to get this box, but the Lord knows who and what country and what child is going to get this box. And the Lord knows what needs to be in the box. So if you're packing a box and, and you're like, you're feeling like, like the Holy Spirit is leading you to put something weird in there, do it be obedient do what the spirit is telling you to do because you don't know what that child is, is facing mm-hmm. um on the other side of the world you know when he gets he, she or he and when they get their box mm-hmm. and so in a gist <laughs> that's kind of this is what the ministry is that's fantastic yeah it hit different for me when you said when when several families start coming to christ you have a church that hit different for me personally i remember Absolutely. when i went to honduras um uh when was that a couple months ago with uh real hope um, that was my first podcast actually I did it with uh, Ron and Shelley with the missionaries down yes. there they've been down there for like 20 plus years and whatnot and when I was talking with them they said kind of a similar thing like the way that their kind of church thing that they do works I guess is is a very house church New Testament it looks that way but I just don't ever think about that here like in America because we like you go to church at a building that's like set apart for that purpose but oh. then they like meet in someone's house and like that's how it starts and yes. that's just not how we really do church here, I guess. Um, mm, but that, that, yeah, it's very different. I think it's healthy yes, <laughs> for <yes>. sure. <laughs> I think definitely, it's definitely healthy because that's what it is. I think it's community um, at the core. Like, like even if you're not a Christian, you think the whole thing's a sham. Like, at the very least, the community is is a plus. <laughs> yes, it, <laughs> you know? it's about building relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's. I think that um, we here in the United States, we we see this through our Western lenses. Mm -hmm. But if you see this through lenses from other countries, Mm -hmm. um, it's the perspective is a little different. Yeah. Um, And um, and I guess it's hard to understand that unless you've been to church in a different country. Mm -hmm. Well, even here, one of Uh our drop off locations is a Chinese church. And you haven't been to church unless you've been to church (laughs) in Mandarin. (laughs) I'm telling you, I we didn't understand anything that was it was in Mandarin, uh-huh. but the Holy Spirit transcends all of that, Kevin. Mm-hmm. It transcends culture. It trans it transcends language. It transcends um, just all of the divisions that we put and we place. Like, mm-hmm. you know, not to speak derogatory about the different. Um, you know, the Presbyterian and the Baptist and sure. the Pentecostal and all the things, mm-hmm. the denominations, the Holy Spirit and the blood of God, just the blood of Jesus just transcends all of those things. And mm-hmm. so to be able to sit in a Mandarin service and feel the presence of the Lord 
is amazing. And and because we're in Fort Bend County mm-hmm. and we have so many cultures here, mm-hmm. we have an opportunity to do that. Um, I know that it may, it's not available in every area, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you one thing that I know for sure. It, worshiping the Lord or going to church in a different country um, is a completely different experience. And you yeah. can, because when you were in Honduras, you mm-hmm. could experience that. I think that, um, and it's my personal opinion that our kids these days really should experience a mission trip of mm-hmm. some sort mm-hmm. at some point in their lives. I think that it would really put some perspective. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we're so blessed in this nation, mm-hmm. blessed beyond belief. Mm-hmm. Um, and our kids really don't know what it is to, to be without. Mm-hmm. I mean, going to, I remember, um, my daughter's husband, uh, father is from a little ranchito mm-hmm. in Mexico. And my dad, he's a pastor of a church mm-hmm. here. He's been pastoring and evangelizing my whole life. He did a revival there. And we the little building was really small. It was dirt floors. Mm-hmm. It was one cord and a light bulb hanging down. Mm-hmm. And the benches were, um, you know, like in Mexico and these countries, they have the cases of bottled Coke. Mm-hmm. Well, they would turn those over and put a board. Mm-hmm. And that's what we sat in, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, and it was packed, Kevin. People would walk mm-hmm. for miles to come and hear the word of God in this little ranchito mm-hmm. um, in Mexico. So, yeah, perspective is is just I mean, it's mm-hmm. different, you know, and I think everyone should experience that at least yeah. once in their lives, if possible. Mm-hmm. You know. That's something that I've been thinking. I've, I've had the privilege of going on several mission trips now. I've gone on four, maybe, I think. Awesome. Um, I've had Where that have privilege. you gone? I've. The first two, that's it. So the first one, I went with my school to Jamaica um, uh, with an organization called Praying Pelican Missions. Mm-hmm. And that was actually, so they, my school had two, so I went to Fort Bend Christian. They had two um, trips that went to Jamaica. One was a regular trip. The other one was an ASL trip with a deaf uh, oh, okay. ministry okay. with, with the, um, the AS, some of the ASL students from the school. Um, fantastic teachers, everything. I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. But um but yeah, so that was my first one. I went to Jamaica. Then I went to Mexico, I think, with Family Life. And we built a church over there in Chiapas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to Jamaica again the second year. Um, and then I went to Honduras uh, this a couple months ago. And so it's always been weird for me personally, like relationships with money. I think it's the most fascinating thing. <laughs> like as it, once I started working, I've now quit my job. But when yeah. I was working, like I have money and I've saved and everything. Like it's just so interesting that dynamic and how it works with human psychology. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like having stuff and then you get jealous of other people that have more, even like if they worked for it and whatnot. So when it comes to like mission trips and stuff, it's like why would you pay a lot of money to go to another to another country for a week, say? to do something that maybe they could do for themselves. Like when we went to go build a church in Chiapas, it's like they are more than capable of building a church <laughs> way faster than we are. <laughs> like I've never built a house. I don't know about you. you know? I know. Like, no, no. It's like it's the same thing with uh, uh, when in Honduras we built a house. It's like they can build a lot more houses, a lot more efficient <laughs> than we can. It's like, why are we here? You know? Um, and so like in my head, like that dynamic of, I guess, trying to justify a mission trip. It's like, you're only going to be there for a week trying to do something that they're more than capable of doing for themselves. Like, why am I here? Um, I think at the very least, it's a big part of it for me is what you were saying. It's that perspective of just seeing the way other people do things. And again, like we were saying earlier, that's part of the, what I want out of this. It's like, I'm curious to see like, like we all lead our own lives and we're all like 
our own lives are mundane to ourselves because it's just what we do, you know? Right, but to everyone right, else, right, you're everybody. like, whoa, that's cool. I've <laughs> never been on a mission trip, you know? I've never sent a shoebox somewhere else back to full with stuff and sent it to people. Or like, I've never done a podcast before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this is, like, everything is new, and it's... um. I did a song for um, this week's album that I did. So do you know my, my little project? Yes, yeah. Yeah. So is. this week's album. Last week I did Wonder by Hillsong United. And the, the chorus of it, uh, of the song Wonder off of Wonder is um, I see the world in life. I see the world in light. I see the world in wonder. I see the world in life bursting in living color. And um, it's that perspective I think that, that helps with a lot of that. Like that childlike wonder aspect of yes. it, which is so predominant in that album which is just yeah. great i need to hear but, the um, whole album oh it's a great album i highly recommend <laughs> it <laughs> i can't wait to do the to podcast episode on that i haven't done that yes. yet but um but yeah that's that's just what you were saying so how does this like do you get to interact with you don't get to interact with the children at all no how no. i'm just trying to get in my head like how because for me a lot of it is like community like lasting relationships and like having being able to have like an actual impact because for me it's like one of the best like if you want to have an actual impact you be friends with someone right 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 and like that takes time you know yes. <laughs> it's yeah, like like i can send you a shoebox like that's fine yes. but like and that that's good in its own right and that can have long lasting uh implications but i don't actually ever get to know you or see you um do you have any mental hurdles with that or is that just me <laughs> no i think um it's a very good question and you're right it is about building relationships, um, but that's not what our job is on mm. our side. That okay. is the job of the volunteers that were on that are on the other side that live mm -hmm. in the communities with the children, and mm -hmm. they um, they they go to the churches with the children, and they do the distribution events with the kids. That is part of the training mm -hmm. that Operation Christmas Child does for those folks on that side, on the receiving mm -hmm. end, to show them not only how to share all of this, mm -hmm. but how to build those relationships relationships with not only the children but the families the parents so that mm -hmm. there's a church that comes out of, uh -huh. of that you know hopefully mm -hmm. that's the key that's the idea so um so yeah that's the responsibility i think of Understood. the people on the other side our job is just to um get i think now that you're saying that i have never really thought about this but i'm i'm thinking that because we're so blessed here and we mm -hmm. have the means mm -hmm. to to do this mm -hmm. part of it mm -hmm. That's our job. Our job is just to get those shoe boxes packed and get them over there, and yeah. then God handles the rest on mm -hmm. that side. So yeah. that's uh, that's it's going kind back of neat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that totally makes sense. Like we all have a role to play. Like that goes back yeah. to um, to the mission thing that we were talking about. Like it feels like whenever you go on a mission whenever you go like you're definitely receiving a lot more than you're giving i feel Absolutely. like <laughs> like that's like when you're going to a third world country or just another country in general and exp you're living life in a way that you've never lived for the most part um like you're getting something in return arguably a lot more than what you're giving but what it is you're giving i have found personally is just like financial means yes, <laughs> you know? yes. like sponsorship money it's <laughs> like a lot of it <laughs> it's like so that they can function like a, it's a blessing to them but um what you're getting out of it is like seeing how other people live their lives and believing that you have had an impact on them just in getting to know people um and that you can actually bring that back to your community right so like people like like there's some videos that you've shown us before um of just like people re uh, kids reacting to getting the shoe boxes and different things like that and yes. you know like seeing that it's like the emotional like connection to it even like 
even though you're never going to get them, but you know that someone is probably going to react that same way to the things that you packed yourself. Absolutely. Um, and so I guess we do all have our own role to play. <laughs> well, and I just wanted two things come to mind. If you give me just a, 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 a so, um, one of the things that you can do in your box is you can definitely put a picture of you, your family, mm. you know, in the box. And you, it's encouraged that you write a letter to the child, even mm-hmm. though it's in English or whatever, you know, but they, it'll get translated to them. Mm-hmm. Some people include an email address and mm. sometimes mm-hmm. somebody can, will get an email from the parent cool. or from through mm-hmm. help of the church or okay. a, a, a business or something mm-hmm. there in the community um, to thank the, per, you know, thank us or thank whoever for doing. So there are um, in, in some instances uh, there is an opportunity to build a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, and communicate with a particular child, but that's not the idea with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it sometimes happens. The other thing that that I want to just share is that you know, we may never know the child that receives our shoeboxes here on earth. Mm-hmm. But how beautiful, Kevin, would it be when we're in heaven, walking the streets of gold, and somebody comes to you and says, "Because of your shoebox." Mm-hmm. Because of what you did, I was able to hear the gospel message Mm -hmm. and I'm here because of you. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about multiply that by, you know, if you do 10 shoeboxes, 50 shoeboxes, Mm -hmm. think about that. What an impact. What an amazing thing to have happen when we get to heaven. I mean, so who knows? I mean, maybe one day we will get to see and meet them. I Mm -hmm. mean, you know, I don't know. Just a thought. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think that's for me, that's um, a lot of the meaning behind um faith hope and love is um so faith i've mentioned this in a previous podcast but faith for me is a a, not a very helpful word (laughs) because like whenever it's like you know how whenever you you look into a dictionary you're like what does this word mean and they use the word that you're trying to define in the definition for the word you're like that's not helpful (laughs) (laughs) you know and so a faith is feels like that word for a lot of people like whenever i hear sermons about it they're like faith is just faith man you just gotta have faith faith this faith that it's like that doesn't actually explain it for me i think a more helpful word that i have found is trust right and so trust hope and love yes um love of course is a rabbit hole in and of itself as we know (laughs) right but just i don't know listen to a sermon on agape you'll get it um and so like trust in that like what you were saying like you're probably never going to know them but trust that the that what you do in love in uh in an act of pure heart and will um you trust that that will have its way and that at the end of the day good will always win absolutely every time and so that's a lot of the meaning behind faith hope and love for me it's like a trust in in love and a future hope in that as well um and the caring for the needs of others absolutely that's what that means for me cool and that just reminded me of that yeah that's awesome (laughs) i love it i love it I think faith, hope, and love is a good place to stop. I think so. <laughs> that just I seems think so. pretty conclusive. <laughs> Maybe I should have brought that up earlier. Do you ha- or later? I mean, um, do you have anything you want to say from that book? Uh, no, I just had it here in case a question okay. came up. But, um you know, I may have not known, known an answer mm-hmm. to. I can just kind of mm-hmm. reference it real quick. But mm-hmm. uh, no everything is um i just wanted to just maybe one say that if anybody uh that's listening to this and is in fortman county wants to connect with us we do have a facebook page mm-hmm. am i allowed to, to yeah, share please, that so please, it's please. uh fortman <laughs> county occ on facebook um and you can connect with us there and um send me a private message through there mm-hmm. so you want to get connected we do have a year-round volunteer team and like I, what i just want to share again real mm-hmm. quick what we do all year round is we're connecting with churches 
um, sharing this ministry with churches, organizations, organizations, meaning like uh, we've got Girl Scout troops, Boy Scout troops, American Heritage girls. We've got people that work in the oil field and the real estate industry and, and, and medical clinics. And, you know, you wherever you work, mm-hmm. you can get your your um, co-workers mm-hmm. to say, you know, you, you hear about this great ministry. It's tugging at your heart and you can get your people at your job to say, hey, let's build let's make some shoeboxes for these kids overseas. And and so. Um, we want to provide support mm-hmm. for people that are doing that. And of course, for the churches that want to come on board with us. Mm-hmm. And so all year long, we're building relationships mm-hmm. with churches and organizations mm-hmm. and things. Um, we are now starting our student relations organization, uh, part of the team. Mm-hmm. So we've got some uh, kids in the colleges and the high schools mm-hmm. that are talking to the National Honor Society, choir, band, mm-hmm. cheerleading, whatever it is, whatever they're involved in, mm-hmm. art club or whatever, and seeing if they, um, they want to uh, make shoeboxes. So we need help. If you're in Fort Bend County, and I'm going to talk here so right. I can talk to them. Please. If you're in Fort Bend County and you want to get involved with our local team, face, uh, uh, Fort Bend County OCC uh, on Facebook is where you can find us. Um, and you can send me a private message there. And I'd be happy to communicate or contact or meet for coffee or for some non-brewed sweet tea (laughs) (laughs) so so lemonade we will meet for lemonade lemonade is good do you like chick-fil-a or canes lemonade uh neither what do you like i like chili strawberry lemonade or olive garden strawberry yeah and i'm a little bougie that way (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh it's too tart chick-fil-a and and canes uh i don't drink coke anymore so Mm -hmm. i will get lemonade at both those places Mm -hmm. but it's just too tart i like a sweeter yeah I so I worked at Canes. Yes, I heard we had one girl who worked at Chick Fil A previously, and then she worked at Canes. It's not fresh. It's not fresh at Chick Fil A. Ah, oh, who knew? I didn't know. I thought they were making it fresh. Yeah, I we make everything. It, we was make fresh. it fresh at Canes. At uh, Canes, okay. though, we make the lemonade fresh. A lot of sugar. Ah, okay. <laughs> a lot of sugar, okay. some water, and some lemonade. Okay, so cool. Cool. It's good to but, know. Yeah. Uh, quick question. The the Bible that you give them it's just the New Testament. It's just the New Testament. Why not the Old Testament? That I don't know. I don't know. They just I, they just get the New Testament and and that's it. I've never thought about asking. I was like, they give them something, uh-huh. you know. So, but yeah, I, I, that's a good question. I, let me ask them see if I can mm-hmm. find out an answer to that. I don't know why they don't get the whole. Um, yeah. I I know that um, in trainings that I've been to uh, that are about witnessing and winning people to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, they always focus on the New Testament, and I've never really thought to ask why. I think it's because it talks about mm-hmm. uh, the life of Christ mm-hmm. and the resurrection. The Old Testament is so much law and so mm-hmm. much, um, I mean, it's prophecy. Sure. Like, you know, Isaiah said that prophesized um, sure. the, the Christ's birth and death and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But this is, I think this is the, the real meat and potatoes mm-hmm. here, um, I think. Hmm? The meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes. You know, the... <laughs> the main course <laughs> younger generation <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of bible project yes i have i love Tim i Mackey love and the bible yes. Pro- like i am upset do you listen to their podcast i have oh. well actually i watch their youtube videos mm-hmm. when they go through the mm-hmm. different books of the bible i do it all I, yeah i'm obsessed with them i intend to work with them in the future nice. it's a long that story we'll get to that awesome but um it's, it's i don't know it feels weird like the New Testament without the Old Testament doesn't feel complete. Complete, yeah. I feel like you should not. at least have the Old Testament and then yes, the New Testament. It's not. But I don't know. I don't know why. Um, 
Oh, so it's the New Testament with selected Old Testament stories. I just read that. Mm. So there's a little bit of the Old Testament in here. Let's see, what does it start with? So it starts with some. It starts with mm-hmm. uh, the creation, sure. Noah and the flood, the promise of his own. Oh, that here, hold on. Uh, Jacob, it has uh, Moses and the Exodus, mm-hmm. Israel sins against God, the fight for the promised land. Uh, and we're in First and Second Samuel, the story of King David, the results of sin. So it has some God's promises and forgiveness. And then, and then it Matthew. starts with uh, the, the, the New Testament. So mm-hmm. some key, key stories or key things from the Old Testament are sure. here. Um, but then it's focused a lot on the New Testament. The mm-hmm. whole, it's the complete New Testament. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is. That's interesting. I don't know. I just wouldn't think to remove the Put first the part of the thing. story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a little important, but yeah. just me personally. Okay. Anyways, so faith, hope, and love. Faith, hope, and love. And with that, we'll call it a day. All right. Well, thank you again. Thank so you for now. having me, Kevin. Bet. Hello guys, thank you again for watching and I hope you enjoyed that. Again, there'll be links down below if you'd like to learn more about them. And um, yeah, I hope to see you in the next one. Thank you again for listening.